Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for tuning into the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is Nick. And my name is David. Today, we will be discussing the upper limb neurodynamic test, also known as the upper limb tension test. Right. First, let's just go into a quick definition. So neurodynamic tests are used to detect tension or compression in neural tissue. So when there's a loss of extensibility of the nervous tissue at any portion of the body, so it could be proximal or distal, this could lead to increased stress when that peripheral nerve or nerve root is stretched. And this is exactly what these tests are doing. They place neural tissue under stress when they're performed, and this may duplicate the symptoms that may be felt from the individual or patient during a certain functional activity. Let's review some general considerations. First off, you have precautions. These precautions will include any increased stress promoting aggravation of the current symptoms, progressively worsening presentation, there is an active pathology affecting the nervous system, or if there's a presence of vascular compromise. Some of the contraindications would be presence of acute or unstable neurological signs, such as cauda equina symptoms or spinal cord lesions. Another contraindication would be the presence of a tumor and or an infection. The test can be either positive or negative, and typically in order for the test to be considered positive, you're going to have to be aware of reproduction of the presentation, which could be pain or paresthesia, different findings when you compare the right side to the left side, and also the sensitizing maneuvers. Right. So these tests are typically started with the non-involved upper extremity. So if I come in with symptoms down my right upper extremity, then I'd most likely be starting with my left upper extremity. And this is done by positioning whichever upper extremity. So if we're starting the first off, it'd be the non-involved upper extremity in a position to bias a specific nerve. And we'll go over those positions fairly soon. The progression of movement typically starts with the shoulder, followed by the forearm, then wrist, fingers, and then finally the elbow. Each part is added while we're assessing the patient's presentation and the addition of a sensitizing maneuver if it's indicated. So as everybody knows, it depends on what resource you're looking at and reviewing. Everything could be a little bit different. So for our podcast, we will be using McGee Orthopedic Physical Assessment. For upper limb neurodynamic test one, this is going to be a bias towards the median nerve, anterior interosseous nerve, and C5 to C7. The shoulder, the patient's shoulder should be in depression and 110 degrees of abduction, forearm supination, the fingers and the thumb in extension, elbow extension, and cervical spine contralateral lateral flexion. For the upper limb neurodynamic test number two, this will bias the median nerve, the musculocutaneous nerve, and the axillary nerve. Just like number one, the shoulder will be in depression abduction will be to around 10 degrees and external rotation for the shoulder. The forearm will be in supination. The wrist will be extended. The fingers and thumb will also be extended 
and also the elbow will be extended. And then finally, just like number one, we have that cervical spine and the contralateral lateral flexion. Now onto the upper limb neurodynamic test three. This is going to be biased towards the radial nerve. As with the other ones, you're going to have the shoulder in depression, but now you're going to have 10 degrees of abduction and shoulder internal rotation. The forearm will be pronated. The wrist will be in flexion with ulnar deviation. The fingers and the thumb will be in flexion. The elbow will be in extension and you'll have cervical spine contralateral lateral flexion. And for the last one, number four, it's going to bias the ulnar nerve, C8, T1 nerve roots. Just like the others, the shoulder will be depressed. We have 10 to 90 degrees of abduction, so we have a range and external rotation of the shoulder. So pretty much we're looking at a hand to ear presentation. The forearm can either be in supination or pronation. The wrist can be in extension and radial deviation. The fingers and thumb are also extended. The elbow is flexed. And finally, that same cervical spine contralateral lateral flexion. And we notice that cervical spine positioned in that contralateral lateral flexion for all of them. And this is typically that sensitizing maneuver that we talked about earlier. And a trend that we can note with the sensitizing maneuver is that lateral flexion away from the upper extremity being tested may increase the patient's presentation, whereas lateral flexion towards the upper extremity being tested may decrease the presentation. And if we're asking the patient, probably best to ask the patient if the sensitizing maneuver or that lateral flexion alters the presentation. So something like does this increase, decrease, or is there no change in your presentation as to not bias the patient? So if we ask the patient, hey, you know, does this certain movement increase your presentation? Well, if I was the patient, I would think, well, if you asked me if it was going to increase, then it's probably going to increase. So maybe I'll say yes. So hopefully that would hopefully decrease the presentation or the, the bias of the presentation. Thank you very much for listening. For more information on NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check out all of our other social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope this segment on the upper limb neurodynamic tests was helpful. And we look forward to you joining us here next time for the NPTE Final Frontier podcast. Thank you.